Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, Section 7, Chapter 676. So Philip arrived. The moment he set foot in the front hall of the house, he called out, What's the matter? Then he came into the bedroom and he took Sebastian gently by the hand. At his touch, the sick man was immediately raised from the deepest despair and depression to a great peace of mind, to the amazement of all who saw it. He began to call out aloud, Father Philip is driving the devils away. Look, the demons flee from Philip. Oh, how powerful Philip is. Long live Christ. Long live Philip, who has helped me to escape the jaws of hell. Long live the oratory. Long live my father Philip. I owe him so much. May he live forever. Filled with the greatest delight, he would not stop singing the praises of God. My Jesus, he would cry. Jesus, my sweet one. Everyone call on Jesus as well as calling on Jesus over again and wishing long life to Philip. He also broke out in these words, I can see the face of angels. I can see the angels, they are here. They will take me to heaven. Then a little later, see, there are the archangels and thrones. Look, there are the dominations. And he enumerated all the other orders of the angelic hierarchy. Shortly after that, very happy and singing God's praises, he yielded his soul to God in the arms of his Holy Father. On the 28th of September, being the vigil of St. Michael the Archangel. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, Ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, child of Mary, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's a wonderful coincidence, a wonderful arrangement of divine providence. And here we are on September 28th meeting, and it coincides precisely with an event, the 28th of September, in the life of St. Philip. So we're on the vigil of St. Michael, the Archangel, and in uh, more recent calendars, it's also the vigil of St. Gabriel and St. Raphael, the Archangels reading about the angels surrounding the bed of Sebastian. He saw the angels. He first saw a few angels, then he saw others. Then he saw the archangels. He saw Michael and Gabriel and Raphael. He saw the thrones, the dominations, and the other angelic hierarchies. It's not unknown for children who are at Mass to see angels. It's not unknown for people at baptisms to see angels surrounding the font. 
We know in the scriptures that the shepherds saw a myriad of angels when Jesus was born, declaring glory to God in the highest. Our Lady saw St. Gabriel. Zechariah had an apparition of St. Gabriel. We know that St. Raphael appeared to Tobias in the Old Testament. And then there is the figure of St. Michael in the book of Daniel, in the book of Revelation. There are the angels that appear to Abraham. And there are other instances in the scriptures of angels. Like when Peter was in prison, the angels came and knocked him on the side and said, get up, and the chains fell away. You are the angels that are in the book of Revelation all over the place. There is the angel that appeared to Jesus in the agony in the garden to strengthen him. There is the angel that blocks the way to the tree of life in the garden of Eden, lest we go and reach and eat the fruit of the tree of life and live forever. The angels are always all around us. It's just that we normally can't see them because they're immaterial, they're spiritual, they don't have bodies. If they want, they can appear to us. They can take on the appearance of a body so that we can see them, which is our normal way of knowing through seeing a material being with our senses. But in their own life, the angels don't have a body. They're pure spirits. But they can have some influence over the material world, especially on our emotions, on our imagination. They can direct our attention at the right, right time in the right way to help us avoid very dangerous situations. They can suggest little thoughts to us, good thoughts. They can smooth out situations with our, with our friends, our family. And especially, what do they do? They drive away the demons. That just as the people of Israel had an angel guarding them, guiding them from the waters of the Red Sea to the Promised Land, and those people represent every single Christian who's on a pilgrimage from the waters of baptism to heaven. So we too have an angel with us, a guardian angel who's guiding us. And let us ask tonight for the grace to know the angels more, to trust the angels more. The angels are not primarily serving us, they're primarily serving Jesus. And because he's asked them, he's assigned them to us, they also serve us. But as our Lord said, their faces always behold God in heaven. They always behold the face of the heavenly father. The angels are both in heaven and working on earth. They're the great models for us for how to live a life of prayer, deep prayer of union with God and combining it with work in this world. And as St. Philip said, how sweet it will be to enter into heaven and to cry out with the angels, Sanctus, Sanctus, Sanctus. Holy, holy, holy. 
Oh, all you angels, join with us now and help us sing the praises of Jesus Christ forever and ever. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.